Hey there, it's Alexander Price, your favorite pod lead of host. I just wanted to give you a heads up that since this episode was recorded under holiday circumstances, it might sound a little bit different. Don't worry. I have used my technical expertise wizardry, and the episode is very listenable. But if you notice the difference, that'll be it. So enjoy. All the cycles. All the cycles. Hey, welcome to Pod Leadum. That's Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. I'm Alexander Price, and I'm a New Yorker. Screw you. Get out. I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and oh, wow, it's so pink. And I'm J.W. Crump, and I want to be that girl who has that single. And we're, of course, talking about Cycle 18, Episode 8, Georgina Chapman, or as I like to refer to it, the maven who doesn't understand that is a 42.857% increase. <laughs> Can I tell you, I had an alternate title that's Please. like, sometimes I like to guess what they would have really done. The girls who say hello to Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> too sexual. Yeah. And if you're too sexual. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Go to anchor.fm slash podleadum. Get some of that sex out of you. By Get sending us money. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's financial domination. <laughs> Ugh, cash pigs. God. Imagine the person who this is their first episode. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> so go to anchor.fm slash podleadum to sponsor the podcast. This meow in previously on. No, thanks. <gasps> sexy baby Tyra is bad enough. Sexy baby animal Tyra is even worse. <laughs> It's Tyra's Muppet Babies. <laughs> <laughs> Previously, on also said the Americans took a hit again. Mm. Not if you talk to any of them about their feelings on Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, and immediately upon entering. Nothing but joy in this house. Before we get to the joy, we have digital art. Hold on, Alexander. Before you tell us the quotes... It is so hard to see these quotes. I oh had to God. get the other two way later in the yeah. episode yeah. because they pull the photo out and show it without any of the quotes. The uh -huh. show is officially now embarrassed by its own digital art. And early in the cycle, they were showing us it with the quotes. Like, why change? Well, because now they're doing the words along her butt. Because one of them says, so it's, it's mayhem. You've learned to smize, which is not really a compliment. And <laughs> side tooch, okay. Huh? Also, that's not a side tooch. We got told what a side tooch was. I love that Sophie nearly plants it when she slides into the room to get the big gold box. <laughs> and wow, the pink is back on Sophie's head for this episode. Specifically a magenta hairline. Yeah. yeah. Like she hugged Catherine too hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's and where Catherine's color went. Press. <laughs> because in this episode too, Catherine's magenta goes away. It started fading. So maybe Sophie is <laughs> sucking that up into her hair. <laughs> I love Sophie trying to untie the bow on the box. And then Alicia and Annalise just lifting up the lid. <laughs> like, Sophie, we know we haven't gotten but two of these, but 
It's just a lid. It's a prop. I Don't love- undo it. They have to redo that if you do one it. One of my favorite TV movie tropes is how, and because no one does this in real life, they wrap packages with bows and stuff, but make the lid a separate thing so that in TV and movies, you don't have to go through the Wrapping. turmoil of unwrapping something. So people just lift it up. And I want to, I'm going to tell y'all right now, I'm going to start wrapping my packages like that so that when you get the package, you get to just be like, whoa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it sounds like you've been in a room with me unwrapping a package because I am the person that unwraps a package by carefully removing the tape you and do, my mama. do i keep the wrapping paper no not, i just no. no i just i just think of it as like you put a lot of time into wrapping this i'm going to take a lot of time unwrapping my mom is somehow both a neat freak and a hoarder so we have carefully saved wrapping paper that's like 20 years old in my house and see in my house my mom is in charge of the trash bag and just junks that (laughs) wrapping paper immediately now alexander you remember the last time i gave you a gift what did i put it in a zipper bag so you could zip it open and and find it and zip it right back (laughs) i know you i know you and laura knows that she's never been happy until this moment she is jumping for joy kyle is dead Ding dong, Kyle's gone. I hate her and her face. I think, that, like, it was uh, bad luck. And also her cheer now seems to be partially because Laura's from New York and Kyle is from Texas. I don't know. It's it's too much. I hope this is the end of this side Me of too. Laura. Me too. I also feel like, when has your story ever been that you're a New Yorker, Laura? That's, like, literally ne- never been the that thing. That was Candace Smith's. Whole deal. Yeah. You're not a New Yorker. Being from the state is not being a New Yorker. Sorry about it, Buffalo. (laughs) Yeah, but it's true. You would say you're from Buffalo. Like, Angelie did that. Like, it's its own thing. We see some, I'm going to say, disordered eating, which is putting Frank's red hot sauce on a piece of celery. On celery? Yeah. Everyone is, uh, that's Sophie specifically, but Mm -hmm. everyone's making (laughs) very tiny charcuterie plates for themselves (laughs) and alicia this is a turning point episode for alicia's Uh mental Mm -hmm. well-being because she is for someone who when we first met her hated how loud the americans were Uh she seems to be screaming in the ears of her three lunch friends and is very offended by being told that she should be doing commercials and i i don't think she got the message that the judges were trying to send because it's not about being commercial it's about being in a video yeah yeah and it also seemed like they were mostly saying you can also do this thing that maybe you have not been told that you are good at right mm-hmm. but and she heard the word just, commercial and just immediately got offended she's like i'm not annalise that's sinking boat it's so weird and she just screams when are we gonna have an editorial shoot for god's sake you're like and you they clip out clearly the moment because you hear the boop the first syllable of a word from sophie where Uh she's clearly about to be like hey can you like i'm trying to eat my sad celery (laughs) can you please i'm trying to eat my zero calorie snack the tyra male has tyra shedding her uk cocoon skin shirt (laughs) To reveal a giant page boy hat. Is that a real hat? Or was that photoshopped in? <laughs> it was I can't so tell big. from looking at the photo. It was so it was too big. 
Right? No hat comes in that size. <laughs> and you should know, and I know that Alexander hats. Yeah, and I have a huge fucking head. The only hat I can wear is a fucking beanie that's loose because I, a baseball cap on me, it looks ridiculous. It like You look great in a beanie, though. I, I look great, great in a beanie. Those like thin, loose beanies you have sometime, yeah. like a mustard color one. Yeah, really like loose in the back. The most toxic thing about me is that I honestly look good in the backwards cap. You do look good in the backwards cap. I know. It's because I have a big forehead, so it just like cuts me off at the right place. That's the only like... way. That's the only way I can wear a baseball hat. Is like back and also up. You calling it a baseball hat is the gayest you've been in a while. <laughs> I love my cute baseball hat. <laughs> Guys, my baseball I put, chapeau. I gotta put my baseball hat in to go to rehearsal. I mean practice. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> By the way, Alicia specifically hates Sophie. Now, Alicia takes the time to cover Sophie's eyes in the digital art so that she can prove that without the eye makeup or the eyeballs themselves, it's a bad picture. <laughs> the eyes doing the work. I do love the journey for Ebony because this is the position that I would want to be in in this house is that anytime someone wants to talk shit, they just seek out Ebony and they're like, Oh, Ebony, you hate everyone, right? Here's why this person's terrible. And I would live. <laughs> it's amazing that Ebony seems to know everyone's business and she's just sitting there. Because they seek her out. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I said Tyra Mail, but really, this is a record scratch Martin Mail. No, we it is know. Martin Lindstrom, the new Anne Choquette. <laughs> I am living for uh, Lindstrom, mostly because when they see his face, the contestants have PTSD. Oh, yes. (laughs) Terrified. Annalise is literally like, the last time we saw him, we all underwent trauma. (laughs) And if you haven't watched the episode, you might think that Hannah paraphrased. She says trauma. (laughs) Traumatic time. Wow. So he's here to tell them, to remind them about first impressions. Sophie. People respond to your bubbly personality. Just make sure you don't get too full of yourself and turn people off. He's there now to tell them the part of their brand that people hate. Yeah. <laughs> Ebony, your youth is your strength, but be aware you can also come across as arrogant. And Ebony is just like, what do I, what do, I do with this? Simone, you speak with confidence as a fiercely real model, but your body language can say the opposite. And then in cla- before you get there, in classic Simone, she's just like, yeah. <laughs> Alicia, you show fierce determination, but you can crumble under bad critique. And then we see a clip from panel as if Martin has been collecting his own footage. All of this begrainied footage that accompanies Martin Steele Reminders is (laughs) so strange. (laughs) And then he ends his call saying, girls, you need to believe in yourself always. After I've just told you, you're terrible sometimes. Also, we get... A virgin mobile sepia tone where they show Alicia's family video. It's sepia tone, but you still have the virgin mobile logo. <laughs> it's a branded <laughs> flashback. Yeah, brought to you by Virgin Mobile Phone. Oh. Alicia also tells us that Sophie already has a really great agency in London, and it's greedy to get two more. <laughs> So they arrive at the Beverly Hills Hotel. 
and are greeted by Kelly Catrone. And I wrote <laughs> Ugh, and then Annalise immediately agreed. Well, they're first greeted by a bellhop who was not expecting the energy from the girls. No. <laughs> he was like, whoa, whoa, okay, well, get on it. <laughs> I will give it to Kelly. Since her last showing, she's gotten better at speaking live and better at EDR. Maybe it's yes. the sunglasses. Maybe it's the sunglasses. I'm going to actually give it to Kelly. She's not great in this episode, but her ADR, she does the opposite that the rest of the cast of Top Model does. And her ADR, she actually tries to make it sound like she's saying it in yeah. person. Mm -hmm. Annalise fully has her pegged, though, when she says that Kelly does not even want to like me. I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. that is the problem. She doesn't want to, and that's why it's never going to happen. Which must be so damaging to Annalise, whose whole so... deal seems to be just being the most likable person you've ever met. Oh, frustrating. So much crap gets put on Annalise through the whole cycle, so far especially in this episode. And she bears up under it so well. I'm glad she gets a win during this challenge. Oh my god, I was so relieved. <laughs> I have some fun facts about the Beverly Hills Hotel. Mm -hmm. In 1940... One of the hotel's longtime patrons, Marlena Dietrich, was instrumental in bringing about a change in policy in which you had to wear skirts in the polo lounge. And she said, fuck that. Can, can I say my favorite fun yes. fact that I read on Wikipedia? So, legendary hotel, many stars. My favorite fact was accommodated Howard Hughes' requests to have roast beef sandwiches delivered to nooks in trees. Yep. <laughs> and then my other one was... George Hamilton and Rex Harrison enjoyed sunbathing at the hotel. Harrison would sunbathe in the nude in Cabana One and answer the door wearing, quote, just a handkerchief over his private part. What a queer. <laughs> They've also, it kind of relates to this episode. There was a big boycott of the Beverly Hills Hotel mm -hmm. because it was bought by the Sultan of Brunei and it still hasn't really recovered from that big brand update. And shocking to know when that was in 2014 when this fashion show award thing decided to stop. And they're like, oh, we just decided to move on. It's like, mm, you got boycotted. So we are introduced to Bronwyn Cosgrove, who gets the most Tyron we've ever seen as chairperson of Dorchester Collection Fashion Prize. And look... This challenge is actually a very big deal. Yes. This challenge is such a big deal that the show basically becomes another show for the next 12 minutes or so. Yeah. I said, look, it's the cast of Model Muse Season 2. <laughs> <laughs> it truly feels like a weird sequel to the Cycle 9 thing, but with bigger stakes. Yeah. Well, and all of these aspiring designers, up-and-coming designers who are about to meet, have all been very successful, have worked for very important people, have had prestigious jobs. Felt already established when we met them here. Mm -hmm. The prize is that you, if you open a show for the winning designer, that you'll get a free trip to spend two nights at any of the nine Dorchester hotels around the world. And let me say this. It makes sense later. The explanation of what you have to do to win is very confusing right now. So I'm going to tell you what actually happened. So in case, again, you haven't seen the episode, they are all going to essentially walk, do castings, audition for four potential shows for designers. You'll hear us maybe talk about five people because one's a, a duo. And they can select any of the models and a, multiple times as we'll find out to open their show. But then multiple models are just going to be within every show and just use. It seems like other, because they do have men at one point, it seems like they're the only models in the shows. It does kind of seem that way. Yeah. And so this was, it, it's, 
very interesting because theoretically only up to four people will even have the chance to win the prize. And as we'll find out, even less than that. We are introduced to our four designers, Andronine, which is a duo, Julieta, Sophia Sitsi, Julian Louis, and Siki M, who does menswear. I love Julian's energy. Yes. Julian's bored, cool guy. I have mm-hmm. never had an hour of sleep in my life energy. But, but first, but first, I need to talk about the duo of Andra Neen, Phoebe and Annette Stevens. Their father is Brett Stevens, the terrible conservative contributor to the new york times oh they come from an incredibly wealthy family that moved down to mexico city well their grandmother was an artist who was friends with frito Kahlo. yeah and diego rivera yeah yeah and well and her husband was a super conservative military person that left she was like very communist and he was very like fascisty it was very strange but if you go to their website. <sighs> Growing up bicultural, we never felt like we fit a mold. They are just white people who live in Mexico City. <laughs> For us, getting dressed is about deep creative expression. Death is to conform. Standing out is a lifeline. And if you go to their website, there is just pictures of them always standing together and always on the same side like creepy robots (laughs) it is incredibly strange and then all of this and they are accessory designers yep metal work because they once went to japan and saw something and then they flew back to mexico and said we could do that too i don't hate all the jewelry there's some cuffs there that i would wear I also like the weird detail of them having everyone walk with, like, this metal cage suitcase. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. It, it, uh, I, they don't know. They looked, something set my heckles off while watching it, and then I went research, and I was like, oh, there we go. There was just something very, like, trust fundy about them, and, you know, that's kind of what they are. Do you think someone in fashion came for money? I know. They also <laughs> have different accents. Yes, they do. In a put-upon performative way. Yeah, and you don't really get the name. You only really get Phoebe's name. So I actually didn't even know they're related until I started looking up stuff on them. I was like, oh, these are fully just They friends. also lie because they say that the name Andronine comes from their first and middle names. But there's no Phoebe incorporated in a Neen. So I, they're, that's e. a lie. <laughs> Phoebe. Poor Catherine looking for a chance to redeem herself. Does worse this time. Yep. But also, my favorite sepia tone flashback that we've had in a while is the pan over to lonely Catherine in the Toronto Fashion Week audience. (laughs) Also, just gonna say it, though she loves it very much, maybe Catherine's not good at catwalk because she can't get cast in a runway challenge to save her life. (laughs) No. And... As much as we don't want to agree with Kelly Catron, multiple episodes ago when she says, maybe your walk's actually not that great. It's like something to consider. Maybe it is something to consider, Catherine. Yeah. So we'll say, By the way, Catherine fully walk, like, falls. <laughs> like, she fall, falls. Falls. Fully falls. Her walk, though bad, is not as bad as Simone's. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> think Simone wants it to be good no I don't uh, Simone's like I guess I'll move now (laughs) 
Can I go home if I don't get cast to open a show? <laughs> oh, I mean every show. Fuck oh. this. Uh, well, we're casting for Julieta. Kelly describes Ebony as robots on Oxycontin. Don't know what that means. Say that Ebony is making this fierce face that I just do not see. Ebony is I feel making like they're nothing. They're looking at a magic eye picture <laughs> that I can't make out because her face just looks blank to me. Yeah, for me, it's that it's unactivated. Yes. I love that for the Julieta casting, we meet Sophia Sizzy? Sitsi. 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 And she's the end of the sentence doesn't matter. But she goes by, our collection is inspired by, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then just starts babbling and i'm like sophia you have a log sell. line ready <laughs> it's the hardest You're a finalist <laughs> yeah on the other side of that julian louis being like super straight super clean clean slate i don't know i hate this so bored i, I just loved that he loved annalise yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just so funny that he likes Annalise the bubbliest among them when <laughs> Julian can't be bothered to open his eyes half the time. <laughs> and he literally does a Jim from the office look to camera at one point. We're like, well, can you believe mm -hmm. this shit? <laughs> well, because he, I don't know. He, okay. He clearly was there for the award, the prize thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But hated that it was on America's Sex Top Model because he did an interview where he was like, fuck those Project Runway designers. They suck. I hate it. How dare you get like work from TV and then to have him be on this? I think that's why he was like over it because yeah. he was like didn't want to be on a show. Oh yeah, but he got this finalist prize and then they told him like, some fun surprise. Hey Julian, do you want to be on top? No, 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 no. He's like, oh no. <laughs> this is the portion of the episode where Kelly says a lot of terms. Like their actual thing. Uh, mm -hmm. What term are you talking about, Hannah? Snakes finale. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big one. Your snakes finale. Snakes. Okay, this is what snakes, I think she got. Someone was making fun of her <laughs> and told her at a fashion show, oh, yeah, we call that snakes. And she's like, great. And she said it every single time. And they always laugh at her because no one has ever said that. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is. We did not have what I call a slayer. You I, might call it that. Nobody else does. <laughs> oh, thank you. You helped me parse out a note that I'd written that I forgot the context <laughs> of because I put Kelly doesn't believe in Buffy. Yeah. No. Also, what is happening to her eye makeup? Because it's starting to melt outward. Yeah. She looks like she was on a bender last night, and that's why she had those sunglasses, sunglasses on. I thought the same thing, actually. <laughs> last person we meet is Siki M, and this is when Alicia goes from casually being jealous of Sophie to outright hating Sophie being a normal person holding a normal conversation, <laughs> because... Sophie and Siki M have both spent time in Oxford, mm -hmm. and Sophie is a normal, charming person about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talking about, oh, I actually went to this school. That's so cool. Oh, you know that? Great. Alicia is like the fakery. I'm not fake. It's like she was literally just responding to this designer who was trying to bond about anything That's literally any time I ever hear anyone be like, oh, I grew up in Orange County. I go, oh, what part? I grew up right. in this. And they're like, oh, yeah, I know. Oh, what, the like baseline commonality you can have with someone. Yeah. <laughs> then we get 24 style 10 Iron decided that they were in a finalist prize for themselves <laughs> 10 minutes until opening girls announced kelly seems to take it upon herself no one asked her to do this no. to give critiques kelly does 
terrible top model math. Oh she God, lies. I love, I love this sentence. It means nothing. This is this is where I got my title. This I had to do actual fucking math to prove how terrible she is. I've probably produced over seven hundred fashion shows. Easy, maybe a thousand. Number one, you're a liar. <laughs> There's no way. But also, that's such a huge difference. Yeah, I just love that she. I think was closer to the truth with over 700. But as she was saying, it said to herself, that doesn't feel impressive. So I've got to amp it up. But I can't say that I did because I'm not fully going to lie. So I'll throw a maybe in there. Can't, can't perjure myself with a maybe. maybe. And then she claims that only one girl has ever fallen. And And it's Catherine. (laughs) She says she is the first one to ever fall. As though that has never happened ever in the history of fact. We've seen it on the show. People have fallen on the show. People have fallen in real runways. People fall all the fucking time. I'm honestly shocked they didn't see me told poor Alexandra getting gonged by that. Or Carrie with those fucking shoes where she broke her leg. And then Kelly makes a mistake. (laughs) Because she dares to criticize Simone. Then we get the reused clip of Annalise saying that Simone is hard work. Well, this is, look, one of the designers they walked for already told Simone that she swings her arms too much. So this is a note that she's received. A very easy note to correct if you feel like putting in 2% of effort. Then Kelly says it again. And Simone's responses. Well, I'm still learning. I will give it to Simone. I think she kept it in while Kelly was present. I think. I agree. She, after Kelly walked 10 feet away, Mm. Simone was like, cool. She's evaporated from my perspective. So I'm just going to now complain about it. Mm -hmm. I'm in my mode, as she calls it. Simone mode, active. Simone mode, active. Clone mode. Y'all are. Just swiffering away the most important thing, which is in a talking head, Simone literally goes, Kelly Catrone, that is a lot of crap. Simone is just calling it. (laughs) I love it. I love that Simone, no part of her thinks that speaking that way is going to negatively affect her in this competition. It's amazing. What confidence. I love seriously real <laughs> I'm gonna uh, listeners Courage I'm sorry of convictions this is the last episode we're really gonna get to talk about her Simone's great I'm sorry she is fun <laughs> television I'm not gonna say she's great I think she is fascinating she's fascinating. fascinating to watch fascinating yes I'd rather I'm sorry I'd rather have clone after clone after clone <laughs> of Simone than another Catherine agreed agreed yeah. Oh, oh, Catherine's on screen to tell us that she likes a thing she's terrible at. <laughs> Nifty Swifty. I want Simone on here and be like, yeah, I am bad at that. And I'm not going to try harder. I've never done it before and I don't care about fixing it. <laughs> Suck it. Because <laughs> now the smile has gone away. <laughs> that clip it's of Simone. have been exhausted. <laughs> that clip of Simone where we get her full baritone bass. What do you fucking do? <laughs> I'm sleeping. <laughs> so good. So then... 10 minutes, I guess, it passed because Kelly's <laughs> back to announce the opening girls. And they're all, to your 24 comparison, they split screen yes. with, a, with a small photo headshot or screen capture of the designer. <laughs> Andranine picks Alicia. Julian 
picks Annalise. And then, oh, Sophie gets picked twice by the two remaining designers. So that means only British people got selected. Mm-hmm. And not clearly, Catherine. <laughs> of course not Catherine. Just clearly by far the best walker in this cast, and it is not close. Sophie in person just must be so good that you can't help it. Because I bet the show didn't even want two people to pick the same person. No. I do think that I, in person, Sophie comes across as idea of model. Yes. I agree. And a lot of that has to do with, like, Twiggy-esque. And they cobble together two different talking heads of Sophie, yep. trying to make it seem like one where her hair is two completely <laughs> different colors. Why post-production would ever try to put together two clips of Sophie is beyond me. Because you can't even do Just it. use the audio. We, we see her hair change color in real time, though. Like she's hair magic Barbie who's been in the sun too long. <gasps> oh my god, I love the dip and, mm-hmm. dip and switch. Hair. I like spraying a little star that lasted for two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Ebony has a really great attitude about the whole thing honestly yeah looks so gorgeous with her hair pulled back it makes me so sad that they get ready stuck her with these ponytails yeah goddamn ready listeners because she looks so good so she much looks like better. a model so much better and is just concerned with impressing i think basically the panel of judges because we didn't talk about it but the panel of judges for these shows is incredibly impressive yeah. And includes Georgina Chapman and Karen Craig from Marquesa. And most impressively, Francisco Costa, who is the creative director of Calvin Klein. Mm-hmm. We also have Derek Blasberg is back looking real rumpled. <laughs> and Giovanna Battaglia, who Hannah is now the global creative director for Sawaski Crystal. Sawaski Crystal! Oh, oh, perfect. Buried the lead. That's the most important part. I found something about Kelly Catron that I forgot to mention, but I'll mention it here. She was apparently in a Terrence Malick film playing herself where they did not give her a script. In interviews, it was revealed. I haven't seen it because I hate Terrence Malick films. There, She had the scene with little people. And her unscripted line that she screamed at them. Oh my God, I'm so scared. Are you a pygmy? What? Kelly. Uh huh. She also, right before she was cast on America's Next Top Model, she said, There's been a lot of debate over whether the fashion industry has ever really been on TV. I think the Rachel Zoe project is very accurate. The rest of them, I think, the game shows, the contestant driven series, none of these people go on to show in Paris. But we're really allowing people to go right inside this industry that forever used to be on top of a hill where no one could see into. You know how you see into a hill. <laughs> I want, if, if it ever comes out, I want to know why Top Model included her. Yes. I have no idea. Because we get some fun because she just speaks, says such nonsense, stupid stuff. So there's like some podcasting fun to be had with her, but... I just don't see why someone thought she was right for the show. Like, what criticism did the show get that they were like, that's what we need after Andre Leon Talley? So, the runway show happens. It is very, it is very private. It is very small. It it feels very real in a way. Yeah. And I honestly think all of our contestants do fine. This is, though, where we learned that Andronine is jewelry, because before that they kept saying, like, we just want to dress like, they kept putting them in, like, their clothes, their personal clothes. And they're 
clearly are the only models. They added some men because someone had a menswear line. They had to. Simone really does shake her arms a lot. Sure does. Annalise is still haunting Kelly. No explanation is given. I wish she would. She needs to describe what that means. Just say the nice sentence. Even when she she has to hang this lantern over. Well, I hate her. But here's a nice thing I'm saying. Every time. Just say the nice thing. Holy God. And then... Julia Record, the director of communication for the Dorchester Collection. Teaches me a new word. Yeah. It is true, even though it sounds like a lie, it is true that Beverly Hills is named for the Beverly Hills Hotel. Kind of. But it it made me have to like, oh, fuck, this is, I have to now research something. (laughs) Random person that we see for two seconds. I love that you think you have to research it, like you're beholden to it. Alexander, you see, when we go over the episodes and there's something I didn't want to research, I just don't mention it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm compelled. This is actually an interesting thing that I've been wanting to do. And and Hannah, I want to hear about the word that you learned. Sorry, it's fine. I'm just excited about vocabulary. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I want, no, I truly do want to hear about it. But this is a poll I've been wanting us to like put out into the ether for a while because I've noticed people talking about it specifically with cycle 18 listeners. I want to know. I'm just curious. I'm not going to change anything, but do you still watch the episode right beforehand and then listen Mm. to our podcast? Mm -hmm. Are you now just listening to our podcast episodes with vaguer memories of it? Because it's not quite as available on streaming right now. Right. Or third option that you've recently watched enough of it. And you remember enough of it. So, you know, like, which of those three is it? Because it seems like more people used to watch the the show and then listen to our episodes. And now you're like, I don't know about Cycle 18. I don't know if I'm going to spend $9.99 on it on Prime. So, because it'll be interesting because especially going into Cycle 19, the lost cycle. What word did you learn, Hannah? Yeah, tell us. I learned the word centenary oh i'd never oh. heard that variation new centennial yeah sure. centennial is a word i'm familiar with by centennial yeah centenary i had never heard mm. Ooh, it sounds like it should be a room in your house Ooh, it will be cent- now that's where the scent goblets are <laughs> <laughs> i welcome you to the centenary there's 10 cents in here can you identify them all <laughs> Everyone gets to take a scent home. So the winning designers are Andronine, and I wrote, really? Was surprised. I thought it was going to be a Julian win, and we'd have to see his, like, depressed. <laughs> they couldn't do it. <laughs> I thought Seeky M kind of that was the coolest. I don't know. And so Alicia wins the prize because she opened that show. I mean, love that Alicia gets a win. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's almost kind of devastating for Sophie because she had a 50% chance of winning this and did not win it, but she also is going to get the credit but for she, being picked she twice. she did win it by booking two, two yeah. openers and like two nights stay. A two nights stay is nothing. nothing. <laughs> At one of uh, only nine places you can go to. You couldn't give them a long weekend? Like <laughs> No. You got a Tuesday-Wednesday trip. <laughs> yeah. The all-stars from cycle 17 probably collectively got three and a half months at that hotel they stayed at. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Tyra Mail. It's weird that Sophie has the best purr. Hmm? I wasn't expecting that. She's a very good at rolling her R's. Yeah, Alicia can't do it at all. No. <laughs> Doesn't even put it in the right place. When we head to the photo challenge, drag race alert. This is the exact same challenge. I did think it was very cute that the contestants all came in leopard print. Very fun. They thought they were Very taking fun. photos with cats because that's what you would think. <laughs> but nope. Nope. It's time for Hello Kitty Couture. Hello Kitty. The designer of the Hello Kitty Couture is Francis Liberon. Um, I don't know why he was floating up in one of the photos that they showed of him. That's the power of couture, baby. <laughs> I found an interview with him on the Golden Globes website. Seems kind of random. <laughs> but it's recent. It's from June 17th, 2022. Oh, wow. And... Look, we give the show, Top Model, a lot of very deserved shit. Mm -hmm. But in his interview, he was asked, how difficult was it for you to break into Hollywood as a fashion designer? And he responded, it took me and my core team more than a decade to better our craft and skills before I got my first Hollywood project. I was already designing for some big names in the Philippines when I was commissioned in 2012 and in 2015 by host Tyra Banks and the producers of America's Next Top Model, to be the featured designer for an episode where I created a special couture collection for the contestants. Oh. Tyra then asked me to create several designs which she wore to big events. I would say that Tyra and the ANTM team allowed me to represent my country and open doors for me. Nice. That's cool. I do like that for as much as we deservedly and usually mostly gently mock the show <laughs> that like we do forget that for a lot of these folks like there's a reason it's still on everyone's like we'll see is the photographer still listed as a credit on our website like yeah. it's, it's a the show's a big deal and it is a big deal to be a part of it and he's had a very good career he's dressed a ton of celebrities he's still releasing collections would love to find what he dressed Tyra in I know well shady comment because on his website he says it paved his way to design and create custom-made pieces for Tyra Banks herself, which led to her being hailed best dressed in several red carpet events, which I I guess that's a nice thing, but it feels it like it's said as though she had yet to be on the best dress list. I finally did it. I fixed her. <laughs> which, you know, we've seen what she wears. So... Oh, that's great. Thank you for sharing that, Hannah. Uh, we also get an interesting photographer because she's only 16, and it's as if they picked her for this because it's Hello Kitty. Yeah, that's for <laughs> sure what it is. Uh -huh. It's Anne Huh. She has a website where she lists America's Next Top Model as a, quote, past client. Great. Right under Nike. So professional. Yep. I love it. And her photography is good. And honestly, I think the photography of this, for as much as it's one of those kind of the photographer stays stationary 
things. I, I think the photography is, it's like well lit, seems to have an energy about it. I liked it. She's very nice to everyone, even when yes. everyone is in a, a grumpy mood. mood because <laughs> these are intricate, heavy, avant-garde designs. And like they were not lying. They're they're not wearable. They're not no. really supposed to be. No. Simone's didn't look walkable. No. She had to be escorted on set. Laura has to literally hold the thing on her head. If her hand moved, it wouldn't have stayed. Is this the first time Mr. J has ever encountered Hello Kitty? Because and then he is so pressed about how old Anne is. Hello Kitty's about fun and embracing our youth and I feel old. <laughs> So, I mean, it's Hello Kitty. She's the most marketed thing ever. Yeah. Now, we, I think, as a society learned a couple of years back <laughs> that Hello Kitty is not a cat and people were gobsmacked. Yeah. Now, the head of PR for Sanrio also said, well, Hello Kitty's not a human either. She was never a human. She's an anthropomorphic being and, quote, just like Mickey is neither mouse nor man. Yeah, she's like a Jinka. <laughs> but also, Not I think Mickey's a, a mouse. <laughs> Mickey <laughs> is a mouse. Not yet a woman. It's just, Hello Kitty is one of the weirdest things in the world. Because if you look up weirdest Hello Kitty products, it's the stuff of nightmares. She is on everything. I went down a deep rabbit hole about Hello Kitty. A rabbit hole, I used huh? to go- Not a catty hole. <laughs> Hello Kitty. I used to love going to the Sanrio store. Because I liked malls when I was young. My favorite was Bad Bats Moreau, the, the angry penguin. Oh, yeah. And oh. Hello- no, I'm not going to say that. Like, it's a thing everybody knows. I remember <laughs> the little penguin. Know, like, we all know its name. <laughs> yeah. There was Pachaco the dog, who was cool. Bad Bats Maru the angry penguin. Kuropi can suck a dick. He Terrible frog. You are not going to convince me that these are just things that everybody knows. <laughs> And my school did. We were a very Sanrio school. Um, <laughs> very Hello? Sanrio forward schooling. <laughs> Hello Kitty has a sister named I'm Mindy. a Sanrio learner. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Montessori school. You can only learn. <laughs> Hello Kitty has a twin sister named Mimi. And uh, her twin sister is described as shy and girly, interested in sewing and dreaming of marriage. <laughs> Their last name is White. So she's Hello Kitty White. Her boyfriend is Does that named... mean Kitty is her middle name? No, her first name is Hello Kitty. Okay. Yeah. All right. They think... There's a thought process that Hello Kitty <laughs> is a reference to Maneki Neko, which is the, you know, the cat that says come from mm. here. Also, her boyfriend is named Dear Daniel, and he dreams about being a celebrity. <laughs> so is Daniel his last name? No, his last name is Star, and he went, his father, they grew up together, but then his father had to work in South Africa, so he went to South Africa and New York, and then he is, came back to London, where Hello Kitty lives, because she's an English girl. Is Dear his first name in the way that, like, Dear Evan Hansen? Oh, yeah. Dear is his first I name? I think so, yeah. Yeah. There's also a rabbit named My Melly, but I don't fuck with her. Then, we know Hello Kitty's blood type, it is A. There's also, okay, last thing. There is a site called Scary for Kids, where it's seemingly for kids to learn about urban legends. There is urban legends about Hello Kitty that she was created by a woman whose child was dying of mouth cancer. So she prayed to the devil. And then Hello Kitty is the daughter of the devil. And then it's like, don't worry, that's not true. 
But what is true is there was a murder called the Hello Kitty murders where two men captured a woman and then killed her and put her head in a Hello Kitty head. And this is on a website for children. And then it's like, that one's true, though. That's how the article ends. <laughs> well, I know which host is saying bye-bye, Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> also, she is five apples tall and weighs three apples, which the math doesn't We should measure more things than apples, truly. I like it. I like that, you know, all of the markets in Model Land are candles, and all of the tools of measurement in Hello Kitty Land are apples. Which apples. is apparently just South Africa and London are apples. <laughs> okay, so uh, this is... Uh, a shoot. Uh, Alicia's not wrong when so she says that Sophie is wading through the water. That kind of was the vibe. Sophie came up with an idea that wasn't working and couldn't get out of it. Yeah. A lot of these were tough because, as we've spoken about, hard to move in. Weighed down. And it I think, nice honestly... once again to see Annalise succeed. Yep. Yeah. It was also some great editing when we had Create a Shape for Me... Cut to Ebony listlessly kicking her leg slightly. <laughs> Love it. It was interesting to have Jay to his accomplice sidekick, who is once again present on this photo shoot, say, and I don't think he was saying it to Ebony. I think he was truly worried when he said the judges are going to tear her one because this is terrible. Yeah. No, it didn't seem loud enough for Ebony to hear. No, yeah. it didn't. It was like, I can't get a picture from this. There was way more under his breath. Maybe because Anne was there? That was my thinking, too. Like, he couldn't be so rude while there was a child photographer? We need to talk about that the backgrounds... So, for all the effort they put into the clothes... Zero. The backgrounds <laughs> are oh, just stapled merch in front of stars and bows. And a lot of <laughs> decapitated kitty heads. Yeah. Well, they're yeah, purses, absolutely. so I get it. But, I know, but it looks wild to have them stapled to a cardboard set. Yes. Oh, yeah. Back at the house, everyone got a hair refresh, including Catherine. Mm -hmm. And then we see Sophie toasting with Simone, Laura, and Catherine to Ebony's departure. Because now Ebony is the new Kyle. I think no, so. Sophie, Sophie likes to make jokes like this, though. She's done this to Simone before, too. Yeah. I. We also didn't talk about Simone, but Simone literally had to ice her forehead after her shoot. <laughs> And that thing did look painful. Oh, it did. Fully looked painful. Well, and to me, there was a sort of weird aura of Simone is the biggest. So, so we're, we're giving her the give biggest. Her the biggest outfit. And it's yeah. like, there are people with smaller foreheads who this probably would have fit better. Yeah. Really, you should just look at who has the strongest neck. <laughs> this dress was very confusing to me. Was it a belt or a cutout in the middle? I don't know. I, I actually couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. I liked that it's a very different silhouette than we've seen this cycle. Sure. I just wish, sometimes I wish Tyra's clothing was on theme. I think it would have been fun if she had a little Hello Kitty moment. Well, as we find out. Well, but she, she doesn't trauma. You know, but it's just, I don't know. I, I, I wish... So many other shows, there's something in the judge's outfit that's related to yeah. the task. And it, Tyra's never done that. Never. But she does make us sit through one more meow and then refers to all her meow and kitty talk. She also now is calling Kelly a fashion PR maven. Mm -hmm. 
And I don't know if you guys thought it was weird, but the fact that it was only Georgina Chapman here struck me as strange until I researched Georgina Chapman. Georgina Chapman was married to Harvey Weinstein. Somewhat famously. And divorced him in 2017. Mm. There is accusations by actresses, apart from his terrible behavior, that he pressured celebrities to wear Marquesa dresses on the runway. He also produced Project Runway All-Stars, which Georgina Chapman was on. Really? I think he was a producer of regular Project I think so, too. But put Georgina Chapman on that show. Yes. And it doesn't, it's not very clear what Georgina Chapman did, does for Marquesa, but it is clear that Karen was in charge of textiles. So it feels a little weird that it feel that Georgina keeps getting pushed as the face of Marquesa, which is something like I knew. And I had no idea there was another person that was at all involved. That I did not know either, which is so. Do you think it's because Karen spells her name with more ease than you'd expect? (laughs) Yes. Yes, that doesn't help her. But it just, it's very clear that uh, there was a big push by Weinstein to make her very much the face of Marquesa, which explains then why she's by herself. Yeah, it does. But also, she might be one of the most nothing guest judges we've ever had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can't remember a quote nor an opinion she had the entire time. We get a new Vogue cover. That's a model fell down cover. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Love a model fell down. And all the British gals have found the blue eyeliner pencils. Uh-huh. One time, Annalise blinks and it's all blue. And I actually jump scared me a little bit. <laughs> Did you think Sophie looked rough this panel? Yeah. Something with the hair, too. And sweaty and too much eyeliner. Way too she much. She did not look good. She looks hungover. Also, I need to put it out. When Tyrus sits down at the panel, those titties are sitting in a way that was indecent because <laughs> it, it's like the entire dress got like pushed up and just kind of like, it's not on Hello Kitty week. <laughs> Simone is first. It's very surf USA. Uh, to your point, Alexander, if I were picking among Hello Kitty props that are just a floating head to be stapled to the wall, Shiny red was maybe not the best choice. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Simone's pose is one of survival <laughs> because she could not move in the set piece and she was trying to show off the sleeve. And Her face does look beautiful. She has a beautiful face. Yep. Tyra says one of her best Tyra-ism quotes ever. She describes the photo by saying, it's a little bit show and tell as opposed to, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to show you. Yeah. I don't to think which Simone with... in typical Simone goes, uh-huh. We do get some classic Tyra salad during this judging. Mwah, mwah, mwah. <laughs> yeah, I... there's just nothing to this. She just didn't bring any kind of character to it. I can't get over, though, the screaming Hello Kitty face on her sleeve. <laughs> 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 Also, this is where Kelly has decided that Hello Kitty Land is a thing, and Simone is a hitchhiker in Hello Kitty Land who was left. What? You know what? You know what Kelly needs? She just needs to edit her sentences earlier. Because if she said you look like a hitchhiker in Hello Kitty Land, I'd have been like, work. Yes. It is kind of that. But she always adds, like, 
a positives that aren't needed. No. Well, and that make me question the entire scenario. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Laura is next. Speaking of looking rough at panel, Laura's got a limp. You know how when you there's like little kids played with a, a Barbie or a doll and they mm-hmm. kind of like sort of put it in a ponytail, yeah. but it's mostly kind of uh, just all mess. Laura did that to her hair and her hair usually looks pretty good at panel. I don't like the hands on the head, but I think they were needed. necessary. Yeah. I don't mind this photo. I would like it more if she weren't constantly... Backbending. Backbending. Agreed. If this wasn't Laura's thing, I would have honestly might have been like top photo for me because I think this does what it needs to do. I love that one of her feet is also completely off the ground, seemingly. It's almost like she's doing this one-legged. Yes, there is a problem I'm having. It looks like one of her eyes is gouged out because there's so much black makeup. Like a shadow on it, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then they tell her that maybe what could have fixed this picture is a wink. And she's not the only person they're going to say that to. Why were they so up on Winx? Winx have never been good. It's like, okay, Winx Club. <laughs> I, do, I do think there is an overall point to be made. What they mean by Wink, I think, is that they all could have camped this up more. This uh, I feel like really... if they could have moved. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the problem, is that these pieces were not made for that. So you would have had to give them some type type of external support in order to achieve this. I wish, honestly, more cycles of Top Model had one, at least one photo shoot where they're like, this is camp, go big, funny weird face, funny weird body, Mm -hmm. you're clowns, like, they never really tell people that. They're really not good at explaining couture and high fashion. It's yeah. just one of those things that you're supposed to know, yeah. which means that it becomes very hard to achieve because they're not like Maud. in it at all. Yeah. Truly. This is where we learn that Tyra is uh, has some childhood issues that she says she's over, but clearly is not. Dude. Who is this best friend when Tyra was nine <laughs> years old who had all the Hello Kitty and Tyra? No Hello Kitty. And it was Kelly Cadron's only good sentence where she was like, your Hello Kitty deprivation. I was like, (laughs) all right, fine. Ebony is next. This is the most nothing picture we've seen in a while. I really do like these very straight to camera legs. There's something, once again, if you had gone like super all the way weird robot with it, all the way there. Sure. I'm going to say, you know who would have probably done a pretty serviceable photo? Kyle. Weirdo, straight to the camera, bug-eyed, yep. straight-armed Kyle. Yeah. yeah. She got one of the easiest outfits, I'm going to say. If yeah. her face was different than it is, I actually think the uh, the body positioning for me, I do not mind. I think I there's agree. something interesting in it because it it's like, okay, there's so much going on with the outfit. Mm-hmm. Maybe something simple will work. But unfortunately- and it is kind of reminiscent of Hello Kitty. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I almost wish... Uh, yes, I wish there was almost... If I could change one thing, I would hand down. Almost mm-hmm. like a... Little, like a little action figure. Yeah, or like a small wonder kind of, like going with that robot theme. Just kind of like, oop. Yes. I think they give her the completely wrong advice about her face. Because Kelly lies about what her face was at casting. Mm-hmm. And the problem isn't that she's too fierce. It's that she face is so unactivated that just a little bit of activation... If we had gone back to that Tyra being like, kind of have to kind of like lift everything in your face, I think would help Ebony so much. I think she's scared to do anything with her face in a photo that's going to come off as sexy unless she gets explicit permission to do so. Yeah, maybe. Also, I think this could be a case of Ebony trying to go home. 
Well, as I'll point out later when she's in the bottom two, a moment that really is telling. Catherine is next. I do not like this picture. Very mad bug on the windshield. <laughs> I was about to say, I, you know, y'all know I love a jumping shot. And often one or both, or sometimes all three of us have said a bug on a windshield critique. This to me is what I actually think of. And it's because everything almost is on the same exact plane. And this is another outfit that was clearly much easier to move in. Yeah. I also feel like when we saw her photo shoot, it seemed like there were better photos than this. Yeah, I don't think this was her best. And they they picked it because of the jump. But I think the contestants almost need to learn that that's going to happen. Yeah. I feel like when you give them jumps, people want those jump shots. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Kelly who says she looks like Linda Blair. I don't understand what you're talking about. I, I understand the reference. But I do think a different face could have saved Catherine. If it had been like a move like, ooh. Yeah. I think they could have been fun. I agree with that. But that's what I'm, I truly think that for high fashion, all of these models revert with their faces to either angry or blank. Like that's what they think it means. Yeah. Alicia is next. I liked her dorky little I won curtsy. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm not blaming Alicia for this, but there is something very uncomfortable about this outfit and photo and it is very grace jones mm-hmm. but i don't like dominatrix hello kitty photographed by a 16 year old i don't know there's there is something not her fault part of it is that near her where her legs split split it's just a void and yeah. i think there's probably like a black shorts or something on under there but the it's it needed more there, in my opinion. It would have been the better for a legging. Yes. Yeah, it just is like a lot of crotch and whip. I think it's an amazing face, though. Yes. Yeah. I wish she were a little more centered in the photo. She's not quite, quite centered, centered. And it's making me twitch a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> her arms are also not evenly heighted. But exactly. her legs look amazing. Yes. Her face looks amazing. Uh, this is not Mugler-esque, Kelly. Just saying words. We're just saying people. I also people. like her hairstyle like this. I do, too. I, I the emphasizing the shaved side. Yeah, which they haven't done a lot. And also because this, I mean, maybe she took inspiration from her hairstyle in the outfit to do this. But she's her outfit is very, very symmetrical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to have some asymmetry in the hair is great. Helps. Yeah. I also just think and i mean this was a trap that she was in and she actually did something with it i'm glad but why a hello kitty whip why a hello kitty whip and it's also like a sword whip i think the base of the whip is actually very cool yeah the hilt of the Mm -hmm. whip yes imagine if it was just the same one from i smile for miles (laughs) i'm not blaming alicia for some styling that i think is her modeling's good rough her modeling is good the outfit on its own i think as you've said just the bare legs feel weird yeah and i'm gonna say top model loves to throw out grace jones as a reference point and this is one of the few times it feels accurate oh yeah completely sophie's next i'm gonna say i like the shot from far away yes it's not bad for how weird that process was yes i like I think the body positioning looks cool. I let I love she got one of the best outfits. Yes. But this yeah. expression. Ooh. The expression is aw- remember um cycle ten Anya's cover girl where oh, she just yeah. kind of looked the black and white one where she just kind of weirdly looked up. It 
it gave me those vibes. It, the face is so bad. Yeah. It just does not fit. Yeah, I was about to say, it just feels disconnected from what she's doing. And then Kelly says, it looks like Debbie Harry left CBGB's in Hello Kitty Land. Was that supposed to be a compliment? Who knows? I think it kind of looks like she tried to give someone a high five, and then they didn't give it to her, and she's like, oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I, I don't know. That she clearly got the best outfit. Let's talk about this chunky pink Hello Kitty pillow that made it to the wall. <laughs> this body pillow. <laughs> How many staples did that take? Oh, so funny. And lastly, Annalise. You know what? I like this picture. I do too. I, I love this picture of it's Annalise. It's my favorite. Yeah. Me too. She truly looks like she's gotten like windswept. I think it's amazing that her body's in this. I think the angle of her arm being perfectly her, like parallel to her legs is cool. Yes. And I think the face works and it doesn't, it kind of doesn't look like her in a good way, like a transformative way. It looks like a cartoon way. in a really cool way. Yeah. Also, they made an accidental rhyme when they said, last but not least, Annalise. Yeah. I also I wasn't just. Do it in the rhythm from her. Yes. Section of the song. Also, didn't she just start walking up? Wasn't this the one where yes. she just, yes. she, she was like, I know I'm the only one left. But the fact that she's on fucking tiptoe. In these heels is not commented on. It's briefly mentioned in like private panel for a half second, but not nearly as much credit as should be given. And then she has to stand there and put up this whole intra-panel argument and Kelly being like, really, Georgina, would you put her in a lookbook? Really? And Georgina Georgina being like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not in a Hello Kitty dress. (laughs) (laughs) Annalise has to personality through this fight. Yes. Oh, it must be exhausting. I do want to talk about one thing from the outfit. Yeah. This outfit is one of the most color coordinated. This one is one of the ones that looks the most like an outfit, outfit. in a way. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then she gets big purple Hello Kitty boobies. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also, a, it looks like there's just a bra on her waistline. There is a bra. There's a bra on her, her waist. I just, I love that clearly the influence of Filipino design in it and it doesn't feel appropriative it which it could have very easily and i think it's because she did something unexpected with the the outfit i really like it's like this is like my top photo yeah same and it's a little campy it's also my i think it's probably if i looked at them probably my favorite annalise photo so far and it's always so odd to me when that happens for me and the panel just does not seem to agree with me at all they keep saying her face is dead but it it is activated there's that ness to it that if you want to if you want dead face ebony is right (laughs) so which is not a hello kitty but a bye bye kitty and i said fine (laughs) private panel there is something so funny about when kelly says that catherine might not be a model and we hear tara go oh It's weird. Like, you guys heard that, right? Yes. Like, the yes. full title It was gasp? captioned, Gasp. Gasp. <laughs> this is also where Kelly decides, because she was there, she can say anything about anyone, and no one can fact check her. Because cool. she's like, Simone was so rude. So rude during a challenge. Mm, she wasn't. Baseline Simone rude. <laughs> yeah, and also, she waited till after you left. She could have done it to your face, like Louise did. But... It's not nearly as bad as I really felt like Ebony was dissing all of us by not wearing her ponytails. And I'm just saying, can you imagine going to a professional 
casting with the most influential people that you've ever gotten to walk in front of and having your hair in two fucking ponytails uh she'd be less 30 never and more casted never (laughs) (laughs) i just the fact that she's like it was purposeful and disrespectful i'm like actually i think this is one time ebony wasn't being disrespectful she was trying to get bucked and blessed like (laughs) it looks so good at the casting (laughs) So good. (laughs) I wonder if Georgina is so confused as to why the rest of the panel keeps calling Laura Zagalicious. (laughs) Right? Like, is that her last name? (laughs) Why are you calling her that? Nigel says about Alicia, it's all about her body, her face, her attributes. So everything about Alicia, like, it's so weird to be like, oh, she's got this, but I don't like her. I don't know, guys. Face, body, personality. (laughs) Is that a model? I have a serious (laughs) question. Do we think Nigel despises Kelly or likes Kelly? Because he was doing a lot of scoffing. I think he hates her. I don't I don't see a world where those two personalities mesh. And I think it's telling that we haven't seen them duo present anything. Mm. I think it's also like that chair used to be someone in fashion who was more important than Nigel. Right. Yeah. And that was very important. And now it is clearly someone who knows less and is less important than he is. And he hates her. And it's almost like an insult to him in some ways. (laughs) Well, and we'll also find out, and there's actually a spoiler for about 10 minutes from now, a a question that Simone answered. Because around this time was also when we found out that Nigel and the Jays weren't going to be returning and weren't going to be as featured in the future and i wonder if nigel is also starting to feel that last cycle itis of like Mm. i'm feeling done with this show he sees also i think to give nigel some credit the show is going in a direction that he's like "Eh." and and also you know none of us are fans i guess of nigel but he is after tyra the biggest part of the show and has been with it the entire time in some ways he's the co-host yeah Call out order. Alicia's first. Not undeserved. No. I would give it I would have loved to have given it to Annalise, but sure. Yeah. And Tyra, as she's walking up, calls her Miss Gams. And I'm like, Tyra, you already gave her Gamatronica. <laughs> I think we even heard Kelly say it at some point. Like people yes. are trying to remember your names. <laughs> no, because Tooch has pushed out literally everything in her brain. Well, when you have a good tooch, you can't push stuff out. <laughs> Pooch! <laughs> JW just zagged so hard he disconnected his microphone. Yeah, I did. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> and what's so funny is it was kind of for a poop joke. <laughs> <laughs> like something I'm usually against. Sophie is somehow second call out. Ow. That face. Ow. I mean, I will say this week, given that she booked sure. 50% mm-hmm. of the opens, I, I see given her, her third. Sure. Yes. But I wish they, I wish they would say, hey, wow, you booked those openings, you know. Right. Then Catherine is third. Laura is next, which I feel like that's an appropriate position for Laura. Yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But Annalise is bottom three. They hated it. They truly hated it. Don't get it. I just don't understand. And in my opinion, it's the better version of Laura, so at least better above Laura. (laughs) Sure. Which leaves Ebony and Simone in the bottom, which fine. Ebony's face going up to get eliminated it's just like yes finally <laughs> i'm about to be on this show never 
and then <laughs> you are ready. Clap, sick. Let's go up to the salad bar and get all the exotic toppings. Oh, did they just reveal the croutons? It's time for a salad bar. <laughs> Judges feel that you do not take into consideration how amazing the opportunity is to be here. <laughs> Simone's face when she is told she is not appreciative. You see the face crack of her like, wait, what? What? Because she didn't hear at private panel Kelly fully lying about her. So it's coming out of nowhere for Simone. Yeah, Simone's a grump, but she's appreciative to be here. Yeah. Ebony, you don't appreciate and respect the very specific branding advice <laughs> the judges have given you. The judges or me? Yikes. And then she says a lie and says these are not the two worst photos. Where? <laughs> so Ebony stays and Simone goes home to Ebony's disdain and also everyone seems pretty surprised we get a lot of looks from the other contestants that are like oh yes they really did think everybody was going home yeah and then tyra says something truly disgusting so i'm not at the photo shoots i'm not at the challenges but these people and mr jr your platform is bigger than you it stands for so much more so when you're leaving here i want you to remember that but you have to show the world how amazing you can represent this body and make them feel good about themselves, okay? Simone is silent throughout all of this, by the way, y'all. So she's been called a disappointment to the movement. It's just... <sighs> and then it Simone... It's very strange to me also, this oh. separating Simone from her body. I'm like, she has to live in this body, which is gorgeous, but yeah. she has been othered in many, many ways by an industry that she is attempting to be a part of and for you to choose that language is very strange to me and then simone is truly angry frustrated sad about leaving she claims there are other people ready to walk out which i was like oh. uh -huh. and then she just starts going and i love this when it gets real i don't want to talk about it anymore i just want to leave can i please leave and then just walks out hey girl hey i'm simone <laughs> No she's cut off it's like capped <gasps> off by this like yeah money is home ground <laughs> like wild her name is simone cohen fabish love fabish Fobbish. or fabish here's the thing we didn't we didn't really i don't think it revealed on the show but at 5'11", she was the tallest of the cycle, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know she was on Tyra's height when they were hugging. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Here's a fun thing. And it's got, like, no information in it other than stuff we already know. But she's the first person that when I Googled her name, one of the first things that came up is a profile on amiannoying.com. <laughs> Which, like, everybody who's ever been on TV has one, but it's really funny to me. Her Instagram is at simone.cf, or Cohen Fobbish. And her bio is God, signed with Wilhelmina, living the SoCal life. But the way it's written, it looks like it says, God signed with Wilhelmina. <laughs> and he's living the, uh -uh. They're, and they're living the SoCal life. She did sign with Wilhelmina in LA, like right afterwards. And she even on that Instagram has a post from 2014 that's a screenshot of her page from the Wilhelmina website with some really gorgeous photos. She's of course in the curve category, as we learned in a, Previous Not episode. Real. I okay. We talked last episode. CP Tom flashback about <laughs> Kyle's digital spy interview, 
And get ready for part two, because Simone <laughs> comments on things that Kyle was asked about. When I spoke to Kyle last week, she mentioned that you were one of the models that maybe got picked on a little bit. Is that right? Um, I don't think I was picked on. <laughs> mwah, 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 mwah. And then later, she's asked, what do you think the show will be like without Nigel, Jay Manuel, and Jay Alexander? Oh my gosh, I think the Jays and Nigel, they brought their own personality to the show. I'm not saying it's taking away from what America's Next Top Model is, but they've been there from the beginning, and I just don't think it'll be the same prophetic simone <laughs> it's another good interview these digital spy ones are really fun that's why i'm not saying too much from them because honestly if you're interested listeners i encourage you to Go google read. digital spy and the contestant's name um but yeah so she was i mean if her instagram is to be believed still with wilhelmina but she's definitely like uh, a working wilhelmina model in their you know fiercely real curve, curve. section what's better Curved or fiercely real? Curved. <laughs> <Fiercely duh>. curved. <laughs> but Laura has curves like a Porsche. No, she doesn't. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we, we learned she doesn't. She skates curves. <laughs> My lyrics said has curves. Anyway. I, I'm sorry. Oh, go, go, go. Oh, go, I go, had go. a lot of fun with Simone. From Me everything too. from Clone Watch, which confused so many listeners. <laughs> To to her grump cat like persona. <laughs> I'm sorry, I liked watching Simone. I think the show's gonna get more boring now. <laughs> Fun to watch. She was just so true to herself in ways that I could not predict. No, like, she really, is a really sad. interesting person to watch. Truly, a fascinating person who felt. You know, we, we talk a lot about people who come onto the show fully formed. Yeah. And I think she was fully formed in a different way. Yes. And she was like, I like this. I hate these things. I'm going to express it whenever, whatever. Like, I hate more, way more stuff than I like. Yeah. yeah. You know who actually was not about the fakery? Simone. Simone. <laughs> it's also, we need to talk about it. It's also weird because now that means we have four British contestants and only two Americans and one of them is Ebony. <laughs> And also, Ebony and Laura, according to Kyle's interview, are the ones who get along with the UK. So this is just the UK now. team. Honestly, in, in some ways. Laura versus the world. Ways, it is, every leaving is the most fascinating thing that could happen to the show. Yeah. Uh-huh. It cycle. totally upended the show. Yes. Yeah, they were absolutely not. The show it was changed a, when Asmarie left. It was a true injustice. But it made for a much more interesting cycle of yeah. television. <laughs> yeah, otherwise it felt like we would have just been walking the slow ascent of Asmarie with people trying desperately, in their own words, to, to compete with Asmarie. Where now, if you were watching this show in real time... You're like, who the honestly, fuck wins? I don't know the next couple eliminations. I have no so idea. fun surprises for JW. But I think I'd be like, who wins this? Mm-hmm. Like probably not, not Annalise. Evan, not not Kelly's not gonna let that happen. <laughs> probably not Aunt Ebony or Annalise, but I think the other four I'd be like, maybe again Catherine? with Catherine has a late game personality. I don't know. I just I will truly miss Clone Watch. <laughs> <laughs> and if you'll truly miss Clone Watch, I'm Alexander's clone telling his <gasps> no! uh, you can rate, review, and subscribe. You know we love those hot takes and iced tea? Mm-hmm. We do. You can find us at mm-hmm. podleadum.com. Send us an email at podleadum at gmail.com. Or send us some 
tangible mail at our P.O. Box. We posted one recently to the Thorpe Inc. Family of Podcast Instagram, and we all shared it on our personal ones, but someone gave us a Christmas but make it fashion drawing that was Tyra but in Christmas colors doing the famous a uh, ho but make it fashion. Truly wonderful. Amazing. Truly Inspired. Art. And if you know you've run out of Tyra ones, feel free to do us doing our <laughs> best bets. <laughs> Who's got that 3D printer for bobbleheads? <laughs> One of you must. The Discord, still going strong. Still so much fun to pop in on. A lot of growth, too. Every time I check in on the user amounts, it's like, oh, this is a lot of people. Yeah. You can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. I'm lurking on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm on TikTok looking at stuff the resin craft that other people are making <laughs> at JW Crump OK. And be sure to use the hashtag podlead. I'm on that resin craft. So that JW can def- oh double see it. Gosh, I will buy it from you, please. So for Podletum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm JW Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podletum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10 by 10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 